Welcome to Growth Island, your go-to podcast on how to be the best version of yourself. Now, let's join your host, Mess Freeze, as he interviews high performers and experts in nutrition, meditation, exercise, relationships, business, general health, and life's bigger mysteries. Thanks for tuning in again. Today, I got one of my favorite doctors here in Denmark. It's Dr. Ulrich Jaftel. Did I say it semi-correct? Yeah, it was correct. Okay. He's a vascular surgeon and one of the leading functional medicine doctors here in Denmark. Has a clinic in Copenhagen and uh, has already helped a few of my friends. So I'm really excited to get uh, Ulrich in here today and talk about the coronavirus and yes. also like functional medicine in general. So uh, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. So Ulrich, how did it start? How did you get into functional medicine? Yeah. It's, a, it's a quite a journey. Uh, started out uh, back in 2001, got admitted to a hospital in Thailand with salmonella infection. And I, of course, I got tons of antibiotics because they want me uh, in good health fast so I can get home. Um, after that, I started troubling with some food products that I couldn't handle or tolerate as well, especially grains. But uh, then came the the joint pains and every time I walked upstairs it hurts my knees and my right shoulder couldn't sleep on that and it just slowly got worse and worse and um, being a vascular surgeon takes uh, quite an effort in uh, in precision and skill but also like stamina being able to stand for eight hours doing big surgery stuff so I actually thought about changing that career to something more uh, in the relaxed of not having to stand eight hours surgery. But um, and, um, I went on and became a specialist in October 18. But the last 10 years, I've been exploring functional medicine, uh, microbiome alterizations, um, diet changes, lifestyle changes, biohacking, all these things that nowadays is getting more and more popular, which is really, really cool. And the short word on what functional medicine is in your Functional medicine in my description is when you use a lifestyle changing and, uh, and diet changing to, to, to serve you as medicine um, to, uh, to make sure you don't get any inflammation, chronic illnesses and stuff like that. And uh, in my experience, uh, a lot of the stuff that is at the hospital treated with uh, steroid cream stuff like that uh, all supplements painkillers then it could be treated with functional medicine so you don't have to take any pills mm. so all the pills are mostly treating mm -hmm. the symptoms of a problem mostly uh, starting in the gut so yeah. that's functional medicine cool so you work on a lot of different subjects or problem spaces, whatever you call it, with the patients. Yes, yes. But today we're focusing on the coronavirus because that's <laughs> so much up in the, in the media. It is. Despite the, yeah, that you often work with all kinds of diseases where the people have gut issues or... I don't work that much with coronavirus, but no. right now I get a lot of questions about coronavirus yeah. because it's, a, it's, it's on a lot of people's minds. Yeah. Well, Colfax so, is right now 100,000 have been positively tested. 100,000 in the world have been positively tested for coronavirus and 3,500 have been killed by the coronavirus. Yeah. 
uh, or had it while they died. So it, it, uh, it's 3.5% it's uh, mortality rate, which is uh, a bit higher than a normal influenza, but um, most of the topics that got killed by the coronavirus has had a weak immune system already or other health issues. So, yeah. So why has it become so much up in the media? Why are people so worried about it? We had a, we have a couple of uh, bacteria or viruses that spread from snake uh, eating or bad eating or whatever, yeah. and 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 there pig virus as well, right? Yeah, they're the, pig virus, the, the, the bird, bird the bird flu, and they're big. So all these uh, become like a huge topic, but compared to the daily troubles, they're not killing as much as you think. But people get very nervous when it spreads so fast as it does. And there is actually almost people in every country in the world that have been uh, uh, confirmed, diagnosed with the coronavirus. So, so it is spreading fast. And yeah. you are positive or you have it for like 14 days before you develop symptoms. So you can, you can give it to all your friends and <laughs> all your colleagues before you actually get tested positive. So... In, in my opinion, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to spread very wildly and a lot of people is going to get it. I'll say around 80% is my guess. Yeah. And, uh, and, and people of good health will have no problems with it. So I don't see a big, I, I should care what I'm saying right now, but I don't see a big uh, problem with it spreading, but uh, the older people will have problems with it. So, yeah, of course, uh, should try to minish it as much as possible and uh, make sure that uh, we don't spread it too fast yeah. also because uh, if if we get problems with the people that have bad respiratory health they will probably take an intensive care unit place or space so that's one of the big challenges as well is that we're but afraid that the healthcare system will collapse enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's more the problem with the healthcare system not being able to take off the patients in, then the virus being much more deadly than many other things. I, I'd say it's probably smart to to drag it out. Yeah. The spread, the viral spread. Uh, so so you can drag it out for a long time. So uh, either you can develop a vaccine against it, which is probably in best case scenario in six months or. Uh, maybe in a year yeah. uh, and then you can give it to the older and the weak pe people people with HIV and stuff like that that could also be really hard for them so you can give them the vi vaccine so that would be a good good reason why to prolong it but also like if if people all in Denmark get it at the same time it will give a huge pressure on the, the healthcare system while if we have some good uh, hygiene habits and don't touch our faces and and stuff like that to uh, to make sure we don't get the infection as fast or you don't get it at all then it, it will make sure that we have intensive care unit mm. seats for people when they get ill instead of everyone at the same time that makes a lot of sense cause of collapse yeah so what can people do to avoid to get the coronavirus or <clears throat> if they get it not get hit that hard yeah, in my opinion, uh, having having a, a robust health is is key. So uh, so having a robust health would the, like the, the the pillars of uh, functional medicine is uh, good health uh, is uh, is diet, sleep, exercise, 
and supplements. So you can you can take multivitamins or stuff like that um, to make sure you have everything you need if the virus hits. Yeah. You can uh, get good sleep, get your eight hours, don't stress too much. So that not stressing about the coronavirus. Not stressing about <laughs> the coronavirus would probably make you more resilient to the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, and then uh, good exercise. I encourage everyone to walk 30 minutes every day because it's, uh, it's one of the most uh, evidence-based exercise forms. Like before you do gym or yoga and all those things, you should actually walk. Yeah. And then the other ones is supplements on top of that. If you want to get big guns, then you can do that after you had your 30 minutes walk. Yes. But, um, but get some uh, good walks, get some fresh air, and then uh, eat healthy. If you have things that you in your diet know that you don't tolerate as well, don't give your body that stress eating it. And that can be, it's very different from people to people. But if you know you're lactose intolerant, if you don't, you don't get good health when you drink alcohol, maybe I would cut back on that. Yeah. But uh, not only for the coronavirus. Not only for the <clears throat> coronavirus, it's also like good health and long living. But uh, so if this is what moves people to live a more healthy life, then, then it would be a good thing. So, uh, but you cannot, uh, yeah, you cannot make uh, everyone in the world change their eating habits and lifestyle overnight because of coronavirus. And uh, I think the amount of uh, a positive coronavirus diagnosed in other countries, the more rural countries like some in Africa, Middle East, you won't see the coronavirus like in a positive test because they won't be testing. No. So, so, so right now here in the West, Western world, we have a lot of testing. So we do a lot of testing, but some places will probably go over the place un, unaware yeah. that they all had coronavirus. But so super concrete. Instead of stressing about it, hmm? make sure to exercise or like walk for thirty minutes a day. Stay away from the stuff that you know is not good for you anyway. Yeah. yeah. Get some good sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Good social relations. Exactly. Also without good. touching their face too much. <laughs> yeah. I wrote down like good normal hygiene, wash your hands, use the ethanol if you in big public places, don't touch your face. And then there the good solid health that you can try to work on. Yeah. Most of us actually can work on all the time, right? Yeah. So And what about the whole public spaces? So in Denmark we got concerts being Yeah, I mean I had that question also because if you have if you have a, a healthcare system that says it's going to spread and we need to we need to uh, put people in quarantine when they come home it's it's, uh, it's they have to say that yeah so of course if you have a big festival uh, 10,000 or 100,000 people coming from all over the world it would be like the best option for coronavirus to spread to all <laughs> the world right probably have it by then anyway in my opinion but um, you can see the spread of the map. Uh, it, it's, it's moving pretty fast yeah. to all different places of the world. So uh, it's already there. So, but, but I understand why uh, concert holders and stuff like that have to cancel stuff. Yeah. But uh, to make it not escalate too fast. But uh, yeah. So probably 2020 will probably be a shitty concert year but <laughs> it won't be a year with lots of concerts i think but um no are there any food or supplements you would recommend yeah multivitamin for most people is good uh and what kind of multivitamin like 
there's a lot of crap on the market. There's a lot of crap on the market. <laughs> there's a lot of bad vitamins also, but uh, I have a good experience with the Dr. U the Dr. Best and Udo's Choice and Solar Ray and yeah. they're like the solid brand, vitamin brands that have been existing for a long time so that they they know what they're doing. But um, yeah, it's it's very hard to like keep the finger on the pulse and know exactly what's the best supplement all the time in all yeah. the categories because yeah. there's so many supplements <laughs> also. Um, yeah, but I think like a multivitamin, good sleep, good mental health, and uh, and some some solid uh, eating, organic of course, ecological, no pesticides that would probably help you. Yeah. be more resilient to most viruses. And what about people talking about vitamin C? I've, I've heard, I've actually heard about the vitamin C, some some article about a bird testing like bird and coronavirus, uh, where they had a high load of C vitamin, then they had more resilience to the virus. Yeah. So uh, take, take your extra C vitamin the next <laughs> half year, and then maybe you get over it a bit faster. I don't know. I, I don't think there's any literature stating that. No. But uh, but it's not like taking C vitamin is more damaging to your body uh, unless it's really poor quality and you can get acid reflux. But but more than that, you could take it. Yeah. Without having any setbacks or. So you define the quality vitamin C, or eat a lot of oranges or broccoli. The lower part of it, yeah, I heard is uh, is full of. See, uh, broccoli can, is a superfood. Like, yeah, the most if you should eat one vegetable, it should probably be broccoli. Uh, but yeah, yeah, getting C vitamins um, is good. And yeah. you, of course, you can get in fruit, but yeah, I'm not a big food guy. No, no, your uh, glucose. Yeah, yeah, I, the, I, I try to stabilize my glucose as much as possible. Yeah. So yeah. Because I, I feel like it, it 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 feeds the bacteria in your body, so so no need to do that. We got plenty of them. If we feed them fiber, they will thrive and be uh, beneficial for you. But uh, if you feed them sugar and stuff like that, then it's probably not so beneficial. No. So. Uh, and what would you recommend someone that starts to get symptoms, like how to go through the coronavirus without getting too sick? Yeah, it's very hard to say because I don't have experience in this topic. No. But, uh, but you know, like still again, get your rest and don't feel all sorry for yourself and start eating uh, pastry and bakery <laughs> and stuff because oh, I'm ill, I'm home. Like, no, still keep keep your keep your good uh, track record with uh, getting some health uh, healthy air and getting a walk and like doing the same thing. But I wouldn't expect people to go to the gym no. if they're stuck with the coronavirus. But um, yeah, try to isolate yourself from uh, the weak people you know around you, like yeah. older people, grandparents and stuff like that. I would probably not go to them, visit yeah. them when you're sick, but uh, stay home. When you're on feet, you probably still can catch some or yeah. transmit disease. Even though you're feeling better, you can probably still transmit it. So Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I would probably stay clear of the people that's pregnant and kids and older people until you know you're... To the top. Yeah. yeah. So in your private clinic, you work with people with small kind of yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's mostly <clears throat> it's kind of all kind of sicknesses. Yeah. So it's uh, everything from psoriasis to acne to 
uh, yeah, weight loss. Um, uh, but mostly, it's um, it's it's gut related problems like uh, constipation, uh, gas production. Uh, uh, people tend to have a lot of uh, stomach problems, and they may also have uh, other problems because of those. So that could be like joint pain, like when they walk up the stair, it hurts the knee, mm -hmm. the hips. Uh, um, so, so I work a lot with, with optimization of that and um, everyone is differently, so I treat everyone individually, but uh, mostly it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a good talk about all the things we also talked about here, good health, the pillars of, uh, um, of good health, like in functional medicine, is the diet, is the supplements, it's the sleep, it's the exercising and mental health also, I yeah. try to include that as much as possible. So most people experience when they start the, the diet to feel better. And the, the hard thing is for them to sticking with it because mm. we're we are creatures of habits. So yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to keep a really good habit. Like even though you feel better than like, ah, yeah, maybe that cake doesn't feel that bad the day after. And then you have one cake, then you feel not so good the day after, and then you're like, oh, fuck it. Then we take, we take another cake, and then you're in the bad loop, and you get away from your good routines, and yeah. that, that. Then it, then you're back to scratch, and then you come with a three-month checkup, and you're like, how did it work? How's it working? Like, not so good, but have you been sticking to it? Like, not so much. <laughs> Yeah, so you need like a lot of mental clarity and, and good mental health to stick it, stick to a diet. Yeah. So it's very hard like if you get fired, break up for a girlfriend, stuff like that, argument with friends or family, then you can easily stick to the old habits and yeah. go back. So, it's, it, so that's what I work with a lot. I also have some biohackers that want to live long life without illnesses that like very very uh, fast in this loop so even though they're 25 and not, don't feel any illnesses we can still talk about what's the best medical solution or functional medicine solution to living a long life without the uh, illnesses yeah um, and what are some of the top things for, for living a long healthy life i would probably say fasting yeah and you know i was gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna be like i'm guessing it's gonna yeah. be fasting yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so fasting and sticking to a good sleep yeah I would say that's probably key to most things. Yeah. Of course, keep off your toxic triggers if you know you have anything, gluten intolerance, lactose intolerance, fructose malabsorption, or yeah, red wine, cheese, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Stay off those. And how often do you fast? Uh, I, I do OMAD every day, so I eat one meal a day, unless I invited to lunch or brunch for family and friends. Uh, then I eat once a day, and sometimes I do 48 hours or 72 hours. The longest I've been water fasting is 10 days. Yeah. And I did uh, some uh, cool blood samples before that on the uh, cytokines, where you check for interleukins, inflammatory response in the body. And they were in the high uh, inflammatory state when I started the fast, yeah. eating a healthy uh, diet normally. But still, like there's something in my body that's still slightly inflamed, and then after 10 days water fast, I had no inflammation, pro-inflammatory markers that was positive, so everything was normal. So it definitely worked. 
it definitely worked. So of course you cannot fast 10 days all the time because then you get really skinny. I lost seven kilos. Mm. I gained six kilo afterwards. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you tend to overcompensate when you finally get to eat something. But uh, like a, a solid routine with good fasting habits is uh, it, it's really healthy for you. Yeah. And I think the best thing you can do for your good health is to not overeat. Yeah. Yeah. So I think nice and simple, nice and simple, low practical, yeah. very cheap. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, I love to find what they call it biohack or health optimization tips that a lot of them are actually, they don't have to cost a ton of money, like fasting, getting some fresh air, some sun, breathing, going Sleep. to bed at the right time yeah. and so on. Yeah, like, yeah. If we so cover the basic, we can get pretty far, pretty far for a slim yeah. piece of money. Yeah. So I think uh, also sticking to your circadian rhythm is really important. And uh, that means go to bed at the exact same time every day and wake up at the exact same time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> makes your body start all, more, all kinds of stuff, uh, hormonal responses that just that they click faster. Yeah. I normally also recommend that people not eat before they sleep. Um, so like have a three to four hour eating, not, not eating window, yeah. a fasting window before you sleep. Yeah. Because um, that, um, that makes your sleep quality better. I, I track myself with an aura ring also, so I see what's good or bad for my sleep. Yeah. And what about fasting for when you're sick? So for example, if you have a virus, whether it's a coronavirus or something else. Yeah, that's a very tricky question. I would probably recommend people not fasting as much because your body probably needs some proteins or some some energy blocks to, uh, yes. to to fight this virus. I would probably say like two meals a day. Yeah. And then you're probably pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what about cold water and sauna? Is that uh, cold sauna? water and sauna when or before Corona? <laughs> when you have it. When you have it, I have no idea. I don't think there's any experiments or literature that like no. say anything about coronavirus in there. No, it's still very good. But what normal viruses? Any idea about that? No, I don't think so. Because I came back from Florida and and I know Tony Robbins events and that so many people got sick afterwards. Mm. So another virus. And you could see like the Facebook group with so many people writing like they really got sick. Yeah. Because it got spread it. So many people so close to each other and Yep. So many days full on, you're really tired, so your yeah, immune yeah. system is, is low. Yeah. And and I went to take uh, both the sauna and the cold water. And I'm not sure whether it was that helpful for me at least. But at least do you I, feel better or do you think... Do I you feel worse the day after. I think I pushed my body too hard with uh, too much of the cold water, but I'm not really sure. I would love to find someone that's been nerding the, the yeah. literature around. Because the thing is, like facts on the table is when you go to cold water, you, you induce a small stress to your body. Yes. And the way you cope with that, uh, with your body can be better at coping with that stress, which can make you more resilient to heat, cold and viruses. But when you're actually sick, I would probably not recommend it yeah. because logically you stress the body and the stress is the body is having a hard time fighting a virus yes. so why would you stress it more yeah I, I don't like basic logic says don't go yeah like i say to my patients also like don't go to the gym when you're sick like yeah. take some walks yes get some c vitamins get some vitamins 
eat healthy, like do that instead of like pushing your body. You can gain your muscles and you can do all your life hack when yeah. you're healthy. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. So if people want to find out more about you, or like where, where can they find you or if someone wants to get a consultation with you or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as I said before we started, I, I can do a, I can do 50% discount on the first consultation. It's normally 2,000 crowns for an hour. Yeah. Uh, can probably, people say they found us, uh, found me after hearing this, we can cut it down to 1,000. Um, but uh, I'm on Instagram, Dr. Dr. H-J-E-R-P-S-T-E-D. And then my clinic's uh, email is uh at ccfm.dk. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll, keep the, I'll keep the discount up until my homepage is up and running. Yes. Which hopefully when I come home from Himalaya. <laughs> cool. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Yeah, do that. Any last recommendation or tips about life? Fasting, sleeping? Fasting, sleeping, exercising, especially walking. Yeah. Yeah. Eat less. Thank you so much, Albert. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to this episode of Growth Island. Be sure to subscribe for more episodes on how to be the best version of yourself. And if you found this show helpful, then please leave us a review so more people will learn about the podcast or share with a friend who can benefit from it too. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.